0: You know, as we looked at this election that just recently happened, a lot of people, you know, are upset actually on both sides, but we are talking about, you know, people in the, in the black community, um, and how they went out, you know, in, in mass numbers and, and rest assured Joe Biden won the election because of coronavirus and the way Donald Trump handled the coronavirus. And the second thing, why joe biden won is because you know at least there's a lot of scared black people and they don't like the in-your-face MAGA racism and by me talking to you know black folks that's most of the two things i'm hearing a lot from them um just talking to different people and th- that i know um, and even some of the trump voters that voted for trump the last time they voted republican all the way straight down but on the top, they voted uh Biden because a lot of them w- of course was um upset by coronavirus. You know, some people's uh you know, families died from coronavirus. Um people lost their businesses and they and they blaming Trump on his handling of it. So he lost a lot of his voters um that would have voted for him this time around. So let's be clear. If it wouldn't be for coronavirus, Joe Biden would not be um the presumed president elect but we need to talk about something else and I believe that we really need to start cleaning house within our own community because what I'm seeing is is that we we're so focused on you know white supremacy or other collaborators you know with white supremacy that's with outside our community but we're not focusing on those who constantly sabotage us within our community. And and you, we we may point out the Larry elders of the world and you know that ilk, right? That's just obvious, but we need to point out one group of people that has cut our throats for more than 20, 30, 40 years, is the Congressional Black Caucus and the people that's on the Congressional Black Caucus. Now today we're gonna talk about Jim Crow Clyburn and I wanna start off with a clip and I'm gonna end with this same clip as well to bring my point. So Jim Crow Clyburn was on ABC News and he was asked a question about his assistance helping Joe Biden revive his dead campaign. Cause remember his campaign was dead. People say, is this guy going to drop out? He was losing primary after primary after primary. Okay. Jim Crow Clyburn had that fish fry that he has every year. That's all he do is a fish fry. He don't do nothing else. And he got behind Jim Crow Joe and the Democrat party behind the scenes. I noticed what happened. He told Kamala to drop out. And we gonna, we gonna get behind Jim Crow, Joe, and then we gonna give you the the vice president spot. Cause it was weird how she just dropped out all of a sudden, like just abruptly. Right? So let's play this clip of Jim Crow, Clyburn, and we're gonna follow that up.
1: How do you want Joe Biden to pay you back?
0: Pay Pay me back. (laughs) I don't
1: want want anything out of this. All I want is a, a country that my children, and grandchildren uh, can be able to develop in and be able to pursue their dreams and aspirations. I've been around, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm four scores, I'm beyond the promise. Uh, so I'm not <laughs> here for me, <laughs> no. I,
0: I think- so you heard Jim Crow Clyburn, a sitting U.S. Congressman says, I don't want nothing, I'm four scores, which he's using terms of the Bible, meaning that he's 80 years old. Okay, so he's 80 years old, he don't want nothing. And that's been his career that he didn't want anything, okay? And because he didn't want anything, being a sitting US congressman, it rolled down to hurting you, hurting me, hurting the community, because he didn't want anything. See, we can't get mad at other groups when they want something for their vote and get it. We can't get mad at them. We need to look at the people who were sitting idly by and not wanting anything. This Jim Crow Clyburn said he wants nothing at all from Joe Biden, nothing. He basically what he said is, I is happy to help Massa. That's all thing he said, which you heard. Now we're going to play another clip. Now this clip comes from June of 2019, when a lot of people was pressing about the 1994 crime bill with Jim Crow Joe, I want you to hear exactly what Jim Crow Clyburn had to say and how he is a collaborator and how he is going to admit to voting for the crime bill that incarcerated black people. And then I want you to pay attention toward the end of what he said. Let's roll that clip. And for the House of
1: Representatives in 1992, I knew about two pieces of legislation that had gone on before I ever got here. Drugs are menacing our society. They're threatening our values and undercutting our institutions. In 1986, the so called war against drugs created mandatory minimums, established a 100 to 1 ratio for crack to powder cocaine, and put in mandatory minimums. Now, mandatory minimums were put in in 86. They were applied to first-time offenders in 1988. This. This is crack cocaine. It could easily have been heroin or PCP. It's as innocent-looking as candy, but it's turning our cities into battle zones, and it's murdering our children. In a nutshell, the president's plan doesn't include enough police officers to catch the violent thugs, not enough prosecutors to convict them, not enough judges to sentence them and not enough prison cells to put them away for a long time. And when I ran in 1992, I talked about how bad I thought that legislation was. I was reamed. People took me to task for being uh, against that because the public was for it. And we took this bill up less than two years later in 1994, leading the charge on the bill with African-Americans from New York, Rangel. Charles Rangel was leading the charge on that bill. Uh, And and this bill did some significant things. Number one, it took the mandatory minimums off of first-time offenders that was put on in 1988. Secondly, it instituted an assault weapons ban. Thirdly, it put in $3 billion for prevention programs. Fourth, it put in the Violence Against Women Act. That's what I voted for. Now, we could not do everything we wanted to do, but we did all these other things. So I voted for that. That Barack and I finally reduced the disparity in sentencing, which we've been fighting to eliminate, and crack cocaine versus powder cocaine. It was a big mistake when it was made. We thought we were told by the experts that Crack, you never go back. It was somehow fundamentally different. It's not different. But it's trapped an entire generation. And so, all of this stuff about the crime bill, people talking about, oh, you just giving uh, uh, Joe Biden cover. I'm not giving Joe Biden cover. I've explained to you why I voted for it. Go ask Joe Biden why he did. But people say that, you know, it at least perpetuated the idea that more people should be in prison. Do you ever think about that, that your support for this bill may have perpetuated um, mass incarceration as we see it now? Yeah, I think about that. I just don't think that's true. Suppose we had not done anything and just let the 1986 and 1988 stay in place. Don't do anything. Then what we, where would we be? Manit- remember, we took the mandatory minimums off of first-time offenders. So where would we be if we just let 1988? Uh, 688 stay in place. Do we get any credit for what we did? Or do we keep listening to this foolishness? And that's all it is it's foolishness.
0: Heard he wants credit for assisting in the mass incarceration of black people. He wants credit for that. He gave all kinds of excuses, but at the end he said it was nonsense. Your concerns, my concerns were nonsense. See, this is why I believe that people like Jim Crow Clyburn and all those old school Negroes on the Congressional Black Caucus, they gotta go. See, I think that politically we swing in too high because let's talk about like reparations. People like Jim Crow Clyburn is against reparations he's not gonna be completely for it understand remember he wants nothing so if he wants nothing he don't want you to have anything or me to have anything and let me tell you how sick it is within our black community i remember when my cousin was running um, against al green here in houston and i went to um she had announced her campaign and you know, I went up there speaking about different things that, that black people need. They had this old contentious male that was there. And he was making faces. He didn't like what I was saying at all about how Al Green had done nothing for the community. He 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 rose up and said, Hey, you know, we knew it. we I we know Al. Okay. Well, the world know maybe know him too. But what did he do for you? No, he could not answer anything that Al Green has done. But could we have, let me tell you something, we have, like I said, once again, it's that same population, that same baby boomer section in the black community that's also investing in keeping us oppressed as well by putting people like Al Green, Sheila Jackson Lee, Jim Crow, Clyburn back in office. It's the older black people who's doing that because they don't care about what happens to us. They're not worried about anything. Listen to listen to what what he said. Talking about Jim Crow Clyburn said in that clip. So man, I'm done. I I I'm not worried about anything. I, I'm talking about my grandkids. So you want your grandkids to basically be a bootlick like you? And of course, he got kickbacks. This man been in the office since 1993. He's been in the office 27 years. Y'all is in South Carolina. Y'all kept sending that man back. And haven't done nothing but a freaking fish fry. This is all this guy has done in 27 years. And this guy, and, y- and y'all keep voting for him. This guy going to go the way of Elijah Cummins or or John Lewis. He, they, will, they will wait until they get sick and pass away before they give up that seat. I mean, you know they bread his butter too good where they don't even want to give up that seat. To a younger person in that district in South Carolina. I believe that what we need to do as a community is have a referendum on all the current members of the Congressional Black Caucus. Meaning, if you're in that boomer generation, I'm I'm sorry, you you sold us out, and you need to go. I don't hate my people, I don't, but your ideas are too outdated. Your generation got my generation a problem that is in now, because you were good with, with just desegregation, you happy with integration and you didn't you gave not a care in the world about my generation or those after me you did not care whatsoever you got your congressional jobs you you got um any university jobs you know you make sure you get your, your little kickbacks but the rest of the people in the black community instead of suffering we need young blood in political power that goes from all listen. How you go with the, even even with the presidency? You go from Donald Trump, who's seventy four years old, and you trade him in for a seventy eight year old man. You get what I'm saying? Well, Barack Obama, at least he was a younger man. You get what I'm saying? Why is it that we can't have younger people running and bringing in young ideas? And the selling out is even you know continuing because you heard even Ayanna Presley recently advocating for everything else, but for what's going on in the black community. So if you're not going to advocate for what's going on in the black community and you talking about, you are part of the congressional black caucus, that means you need to go. And this selling out, this selling out constantly this, I don't want anything. This cannot be the norm. And understand just as much as Joe Biden has been criticized about that crime bill. Mr. Jim Crow Clyburn, who's been in 27 years voted just as much as Joe Biden did for mass incarceration of black people. Understand that this same guy said that defund the police hurt the Democrats. I don't know why they brought up all that nonsense because it's nonsense to him because he gets his check. He gets paid. He don't care what happens to any of you or me at all. He's good. He's on on the plantation. They gave him a job. He looks no different than Steven from Django Unchained. That's exactly what Clyburn looks like to me and what he acts like. And my thing is the biggest problem that we're going to have, even getting rid of a Jim Crow Clyburn, is black folk because you have, you have a section of black folks that want to be op- op- oppressed, they're cool with oppression. And there are black folks that make a lot of money off of their oppression as well. So some black folks don't want to be free and they really be in a subjugated position because they're comfortable in that. So they will constantly support someone like Jim Clyburn, that era of I just want black representation, but they don't have to do anything for me. I don't, I just want to see a black face. That's the dumbest thing that black folks ever done is that you just want to see a black face, a black face but promoting white, white supremacist agenda. And then it's not even that they go up there. They will go promote everybody else's agenda and don't even talk about yours. But yeah, you keep sending them back. You know, my thing is, well, if you promote everybody else's agenda, go tell them to vote for you and let's see how far that goes in that district. But, but black folks, you know, we got a clean house. We have to clean house because that particular person has been traitorous. I mean, you heard that clip. He, he was, he was mad that that people was criticizing Joe Biden, mad because he's on team white supremacy and we will have to start accepting fault about these particular leaders that we have in America, in Congress the few you may have in the Senate, we got to take responsibility on that because people keep going to put them back in. Now, listen, I've never been against voting. I say vote with a purpose, vote your interest. And definitely in local voting is very important. And the next time Jim Crow Clyburn come up for reelection, somebody run against them with a, you know, black agenda. I don't care what part are you in. If you have some sort of agenda, because I say we, we promote being independent here. We don't promote Democrat, we don't promote, uh, promote Republican, we promote independence, because we go where our interests lie. That's where we go in the vote. But he needs to go. Now remember, the reason why he needs to go is we'll play that clip one more time. How do you want Joe Biden to pay
1: you back? Hey, you pay you hey, back. Pay me back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want anything out of this. All I want is a, a country that my children and grandchildren uh, can be able to develop in and be able to pursue their dreams and aspirations. I've been around, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm full scores, I'm beyond the promise. Uh, so I'm not getting <laughs> <here for me. laughs> no. I,
0: I think a man that says that he don't want anything is translation that I'm gonna make sure black people don't get anything. So when you come up talking about reparations, remember he don't want anything. And how dare you ask him for something? See, you saying that I want something for my boat is very offensive to Jim Crow Clyburn. Extremely offensive. How dare you sit up there and ask for something? I, don't know. I helped Joe Biden get elected. I don't want nothing. So why you think you should get something? You understand what I'm saying? This is how th- this guy thinks. And, th- and let's look at something else. Let's look at Clyburn. Clyburn, you know, because all these particular people um that's in congress all of them go there with a job that's maybe a six-figure job but at the end of the day they come out there looking a lot better than you so they say right now according to ballotpedia.com um mr Clyburn's net worth is four hundred sixty-eight thousand five eleven. he's not one of the richest ones out there I mean, now a few of the richer ones would be like Nancy Pelosi. Um, she is, you know, she has uh, some money, the salary for the rest of their life, even if they leave Congress. Um, they get the health care that you don't get free health care. Um, but these people have done nothing for you in the community whatsoever. So, if this man is saying this, you know, Sheila Jackson Lee, of course, saying this. She's not even, you know, have our background or promote, you know, what we need as a community. You know, Al Green, he's another one here in Houston. You know, he, they don't promote anything. He, he, he's never, Al Green has never been that um, venomous. He's never been that hard in the paint about anything in the black community by putting a bill. But he made sure to go put a bill to impeach Donald Trump. I mean, Houston needs a lot of things. The black community needs a lot of things. And he's never put up a bill about that. You understand what I'm saying? That this is dumb. These people sit up here and betray us every single day. And once again, we need to start like they try to shame black men for silly things like voting um, for for Trump. I think it's silly. If a black man want to vote for him, it's his business. We need to start shaming, tar and feathering all these people in the Congressional Black Caucus when you start looking at all their records, how they vote what they're saying, what they're not saying. And then we need to make sure to look at, you know, ballotpedia.com find out when they come up and get them out. And it's going to take the local grassroots to get out there, to get them out in your local communities. That's what's going to have to happen. Are we going to keep having the same old, same old? And, And me personally, I'm just saying for myself personally, um, I Understand it's, it's, it's a marathon and not a sprint, but you know what? You know, person I'm tired of that. But a lot of things with this stuff because it's like, do you guys want to perpetually be at the bottom? Do you want to do something about it? Because and when you, 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 a lot of you talk about you want to do something about it, but when the rubber meets the road in the voting booth, you know, you, you know, a lot of times you go put these people right back in office. So, do you really? want to be free like you talking about because see, one thing about me I don't believe in wasting my time on anything um yes I will always give them news yes we will, we will expand but when it comes to certain things that I'm passionate about you know I can get I'm the type of person I could be like that so you know what hey as long as I'm good I ain't worried about nobody I ain't worried about none of them I got mine let them get theirs you know what I'm saying um but I do care more about my community than just worry about myself because uh, we got enough people in the community that's worrying about uh, ourselves, right? And so we need to start cleaning house within, you know, politically, also cleaning house within our neighborhoods. You know, we need to start cleaning house, all that killing each other deal. That stuff got to stop because how can we progress? And yet we got people sabotaging us within the community. Like one thing other groups don't do politically is collectively sabotage their own movements. They don't do that. They don't. And this is why they get things. Yes. Everybody has their own infighting. Yes. People you know, disagree within every community, but when it comes to them getting something for their group, they on point with that. They're not fighting. They don't, they don't have people in their group saying, I don't want nothing. That, that's why if people look at, it, at black people as stupid. I'm just gonna be honest with you. A lot of people look at black Americans as stupid people. Everybody uses black America step on our back to get different things. And we're stupid enough just to be the, the mule that, that let everybody, you know, ride along. We're dumb. And people look at us as dumb and they treat us like we're dumb. I'm just call it what it is. I'm talking about collectively. I'm not talking about individuals. You may not be that person, but collectively we have been dumb for a long time. We have people like Dr. Uh, Claude Addison told us exactly what we needed to do to get out of that, that stupor yet we still follow it. We can't stay on code. I mean, as a collective, not, not a section of us, the collective of us, like reparations would benefit everybody. That should be a message. No matter what you agree with or don't agree with, everybody should agree reparations, but you got black folks that don't agree reparations like something that would even benefit them. I'm like, what is wrong with you saying? Like, I don't see no other group doing that crap. Like if they feel they have a claim to something, they want it. they don't say, I don't need that. Well, why should we get that? You know, you got black people saying that. Like I said, that's why everybody look at us stupid politically. We're sending people to them. Now you have new people saying, Hey, we want something for our vote. And they don't want that. They want to, to quash that. They, they feel now that, well, listen, Jim Crow Joe is in there. Maybe they'll be quiet. But like I said, I'm not going to be quiet. I'm going to keep more pressure on Jim Crow Joe than than, than Trump. I will say that much because he owes. He owes. When he put out that tweet talking about black people helped him get in. Oh, he owed black people. He owed. And, and if he don't pay, then I will be the biggest critic of him. And I'll be the one pushing it for people. to That'll be the first time I'll say, you know what? Don't vote for him. And I you don't like to tell people who to vote for. But I will tell you not to vote for him if he don't do nothing for black people. And don't come up here, where y'all didn't say nothing during Obama. And we learned a lesson from that. So now Jim Crow Joe and Kamala are gonna have to give something. I know she said that she's not only gonna do something for black people. No, she ain't the president. Let's call that what it is. So um, I'm not really coming to her about anything. She's the vice president. So you know, with, say this much as this. We got to get rid of the, all the collaborators, starting with all the old schools. Listen, if you are four score, 80, Nancy Pelosi in her 70s, like, it, it don't matter what community we got. They got to go. All of them got to go. Go home with your grandkids. Go live your life. You mean to tell me you want to enjoy your life with your family? I mean, you've been up there 27 years, 30 years. Some of y'all been up there 40 years and you still don't want to go home. I mean, seriously, you that, you that power hungry? Uh, I, don't, I don't understand it. It, it, it's silly. But let me know, like I said, we'll leave a uh, situation on YouTube. Let us know what you think about Jim Crow, Clyburn, and how not only has he done nothing for black folks, he collaborated with, with Jim Crow, Joe Biden, with mass incarcerating black people. He was upset that people was calling that out and said that, do we at least get some credit? That's what he said. He wants some credit for helping mass incarcerate black people. He, he, he was upset. And at the end of the day, once again, he says he wants nothing. He wants nothing. And that means you shouldn't get nothing either. Thank you for listening to the Philo Scott audio experience. I hope you, Learn something from our program. Make sure if it's your first time here, go and check out all the episodes that we have. Stop binge listening. That way you can get acclimated to everything that we're talking about. If you like our show, and we would greatly appreciate you liking the show, support us monthly. You can do it as little as a dollar or more. Support of the show helps us to keep going, helps us to change, upgrade, buy equipment. You know, Eventually, we're going to start bringing guests in, And we want to make sure we put on a great show for you guys. So support is definitely something that we greatly appreciate. We definitely appreciate all our supporters that we have now. We love you. We cherish you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. See you next time.